back. Another episode of Talking Maiden. Podcast of the Beast. Okay, so we've done three episodes of Power Slave. And we finally got them done, yeah. We finally got them done, and we did them justice. Yeah, I think we did a pretty good job. We're very thorough. I think we were probably very thorough. Three hours to talk about an album that's, what, an hour long, if that? Although I could talk another three hours about it, probably. Let's do that now. (laughs) (laughs) No, we won't. And today we're going to get into some videos. Just take a breather on the episodes. Right. Well, we yeah, that last episode on Power Slave is a lot on one album. So we're going to do something different. Um, well, I originally was going to do... This is the... I don't know if I've showed you this before. This is the From There to Eternity VHS tape, which yeah. is like their compilation of videos. Great cover. So I was like, we'll get together watch this vhs tape in my shed and then we'll talk about it but then i was looking there's so many songs on it it's too much for one episode and i was like i don't want to do like a two-parter on this <laughs> an eight-parter and then i had this dvd the visions of the beast yeah and it's the same thing it's too many so basically i figured we're gonna go in chronological order but we're skipping a bunch i just picked random 10 random videos and we're just gonna watch them we've already watched them but we're gonna watch, just talk about them one by one yeah get into them talk about maiden videos in general I think it'll be a good laugh. Yeah. Something different to do. Not something they're known for, their yeah. videos. Um, I'll be honest, you sent me the links on all the videos. I mean, I've seen a few. Yeah. Uh, most of the, the videos that I watch, well, all of the videos that I watch for Maiden are fan compilation stuff or live videos. Right. Which is the way they're going yeah. now, which is a lot of like live clips from yeah. their concert videos, basically. They put out as music videos, which I think is a good idea for them. <laughs> it's probably a good idea. And, you know, we'll break down the, the videos in a bit, but I didn't see a single one where it didn't show them on stage playing. I think that that's that's kind of the core of it all. Um, and that medium is kind of dying, right? MTV. And yeah, I think it's more of just like a YouTube promo thing. They do they still release them, but yeah, I don't think it's like it was back in the day when you release video. We'll get into that when we get into the videos. First thing I want okay. to talk about, the Iron Maiden pinball machine. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was awesome. So I saw the release. I heard rumors of it. I saw the, uh, the teaser of it online, and mm-hmm. now they finally released a whole bunch of information about it. And I was super excited until I found out that it's like between six and $9,000 US. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. Because when I saw it, I was like, how expensive is that going to be? I figured it would be like three grand. Yeah. No, it's super expensive. Why is it so expensive? <laughs> I don't know. It's a like it's Stern, which I think is probably the best name in yeah pinball machines and i don't know do you play pinball it went well, back in the day i used to play it a lot when yeah. i was in university i remember like missing classes because there used to be this jurassic park pinball machine yeah. in the student center mm. and for some reason i used to always get like free balls and free credits on it yeah and there's times i'd have like two credits built up and i'd be like I'm supposed to go to class and i just like skip my class <laughs> just keep to playing. play pinball yeah i got and when, to, yeah, yeah go oh on. the other thing is like when when arcades were around mm. that was the thing that i always played was like pinball machines i don't know why i just find them fun yeah well they're coming back there's a big arcade being built here locally now like someone it's, mentioned it's, that yeah yeah the millennials now i guess are, or maybe it was you that mentioned it to me yeah well i saw it and i was like that's actually a video game i could play because my big problem with video games and i you know full disclosure don't play any video games i don't yeah. have any video game systems anymore uh i used to play a lot you know back in the early 2000s um but you, video games to me are the opposite of what you need in your life because, not not that there's anything wrong with them, but if you sit down at 8 o'clock and you're really into a video game, next thing it's 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock and you got to go to bed. Or right. it's like 2 o'clock in the morning and you're exhausted, which is what all these young people are doing. Right. They're tired all the time. And 
I, to me, that's like I don't have a problem with killing time in my life. I have the opposite problem. I think with like younger people, younger than us that are playing, I think it's a social thing. Because yeah. you get your headset on, you get on with your friends, and you're just like... Like, remember back in the day, you before there were cell phones when we were kids, you'd, like, call your buddy, and you'd, like, talk to him on the phone, and... You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think it's like yeah. that, but you're, not, you're playing a video game. That makes sense. So I think that's probably half the reason. Yeah. Uh, someone actually mentioned that to me today. They were talking about... Uh, I was asking about, um, what was it, one of, one of these, uh, Call of Duty... Which right. I've never played. Yeah. I know you've played it. I used to play that a yeah. lot. Yeah. But you, apparently you can't play it online unless you have like five or six people or else you're just like cannon fodder because people just team up on you. So people get on and they're fives and sixes. and Yeah, I don't know about that. Maybe it's like yeah. that now. When I used to play, it didn't used to be like that. But I used to get on. There used to be a bunch of us, but we get like four or five of us, but we weren't good. We were like really bad. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just fun because you get more. it's more satisfying shooting someone that you know in the game. Yeah. Because then you can like gloat. Whereas Stranger's I don't know. You don't get any satisfaction. You get no satisfaction. Full disclosure. Yeah. I played a first-person shooter last night on PlayStation 3. First time I think I've done it in forever because my nephew was here and he had the game. Yep. It's PlayStation 3. Um, But it's the first game that I've played a long time. Yep. But I got into it and he was like, oh, let's play. And it was one of these scenarios where, you know, my sister and her husband were here and he was here and he wanted to play this game, but like he had an hour or two before his bedtime. I sat down with him. And the mouse was inverted, and then I'm I'm like trying to walk around, I'm like what are we doing? He's like, you gotta shoot those guys, and then I'm like, I can't shoot. And he's like, you gotta change your ammo, and there's more ammo there. I and I was like, which curve. button? And then yeah. and then it said X, and I what? And it was literally I was 20 seconds in, and I just wanted to heave the control rips through the wall. Well, the good thing about yeah. all these Call of Duty games is the controls don't change. So they don't like, change. Yeah. It was probably 15 years ago. Yeah. I don't know what year it was. There's one called Modern Warfare that I was playing for a while. Yeah. And I got okay at it because I was playing back then. It was pre-kids, pre... <laughs> I had a lot yeah. more free time. Yeah. But anyway, I pick it up now because I got a PlayStation 4. And you can just pick it up and you, you remember play, it, yeah. the controls are exactly the same. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Although I used to play like competitive clan games, first-person shooter. Oh, yeah, you were right into that. Yeah, Unreal Tournament. Right. I was playing like really intensely for like four years and I'm doing <laughs> relatively well on it. Um, but uh, the uh, that was all mouse and keyboard. You could not compete unless you had a high-end PC oh, with yeah. a good frame rate. And we all had it optimized. So, But pinball, which right. we were talking about, does not have that issue. But I used to play this pinball machine that had these like side loaders that used to just kick the ball up, and it was awesome. And the best pinball machines are one where it's just not all centered towards that middle funnel, and you get a lot of play action. And yeah, you can actually control. Like, like, yeah, yeah, when there's a lot of like ramps and stuff. That's right. Yeah, and like you have to do certain things to unlock and open other things. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, that, those are the best. So that's awesome, but that kills me that that's six or nine grand. No, but hopefully, I'm yeah. thinking a bar or yeah. But a if, new you, arcade if you want a nine thousand dollar pinball well, machine, you're not going to let people just come in drunk and lay a beer and start hammering away at it, are you? Yeah, you will. No, you won't. You buy. Like what about the arcade in the mall? It was all pinball machines, and that was like kids. <laughs> that was kids. We should, and we should start a campaign. <laughs> anyway, it looks pretty cool. I got a picture here of a print up. This is a. It looks awesome. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. A lot of ramps. And I didn't see the edits. price though. When I saw the article, I, there yeah. was a bunch of articles. There's three versions of it. There's like yeah. the pro model, the premium model, and the limited edition model. Yeah. Because as soon have... as I saw it, I was like, "We're gonna pull this and get it in your shed." <laughs> but six grand—that's yeah, that's crazy. Too far. That's the base model of six grand. But uh, someone that's was saying they might be base opening... model. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta supply your own paddles. Like what's that? No, but there's a base, there's a premium model and a base. The base model is like the entry level one. There's a premium model which has i looked this up online but i didn't print it out or write i looked it up online but i can't remember what it was there's like play area i think that underneath that you can 
get into. Oh, it comes down and pops up, one of those. Yeah, there's like and more ramps, and they yeah. add things to it, right? Yeah. So I guess they're saying like it's the top models like seventy five, but there's like a entry level one if you don't ever want to see. I know what you're saying. I don't know. I wouldn't buy one of these for myself, but I think it would be cool if there's you know those barricades that are opening up, which yeah. like a pub, but they have a lot of pinball machines. Mm. If one of those would open here, I think that would be awesome if they could get the Iron Maiden pinball machine. I think yeah, we got to make that happen. I got a track list. Is uh, I got a track listing the songs in the Iron because it plays Iron Maiden music while you're playing. Yeah, Ace is High, Two Minutes to Midnight, Trooper, Wasted Years, Can I Play with Madness, Number of the Beast, Run to the Hills, Power Slave, Hallowed Be Thy Name, Flight of Icarus, Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, and Fear of the Dark. Like it does so it's it, the hits, right? Yeah, but does it play them as like actual tracks, know. or is it some you know uh, Mario styled? No, it plays. You know, bit. No, that's the thing with the the pro model and the limited edition model is the sound system, and it's supposed to be really good. Oh, okay. So it's like a, I don't know. Yeah, you're like, why'd you buy this pinball machine? I don't know anything about our man. Just want to get to know their music. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's cool if some yeah. of those get bought and put around in arcades and stuff because kids get in the arcade, they might overhear some Iron Maiden. That's right. Be like, what's this? Well, who who are this band? Right? Fantastic. So, so in the last few, uh, well, couple episodes back, we um, did looked over some um, Bruce interviews around his book. And we right. talked about Blaze, and obviously Blaze has a new vinyl out. And we were talking yeah. about that last time. You have a signed version of that vinyl. vinyl. That's right. awesome. Oh, no, I don't have one of the new ones. Don't have one That's of what those. I was going to uh, talk to you about. Yeah, Blaze did this interview. I know we're always talking about Blaze, but uh, heavy metal isn't the most popular music in the world anymore. It's not like the 80s when it was on TV in the daytime. That's the difference. It's true, because in the 80s, metal was huge. Yeah. It, doesn't, it seems like it's gone underground now. Not underground to us, but like... Mm. You never hear heavy metal on the radio. What do you hear on the radio, though? Nothing. I don't much. listen to the radio anymore. No it's one true. does. It's all pop and hip-hop. Exactly. Right? So, so like, did yeah. you ever hear that interview with Rob Zombie? Rob Zombie said, heavy metal and rock music, there used to be, like, rock stars. You know what I mean? And, like, people were living the rock star life. Yeah. Then grunge came, like Nirvana, and they said it was, like, everyone was anti-rock star. And yeah. they're all like, oh, we don't like being stars, blah, blah, blah. And so they kind of, like, turned their back to all that. And he said that's when hip hop came in and just like picked that up. And now hip hop is like the rock stars because they're all. That's true. You know what I mean? Like in the 80s, you'd see like Motley Crue with like a bunch of girls and like a bottle of champagne like partying. Yeah, that's and true. And then grunge came and made that not cool. You yeah. know what I mean? So I don't know. That was a Rob Zombie interview I read years ago. That's actually a really good point. Yeah. So I think, yeah. So he's saying like rap music is the new rock stars yeah actually i thought joe rogan said some great stuff on that too where like you know they say stuff in rap songs that if it was in any other type of music you yeah know, <laughs> that well they can get away with it for whatever reason even like domestic violence and like i you know slap this hit that and it's like you can't even say that in, yeah. in any other type of music yeah, it just gets a free pass anything yeah. in hip-hop gets a total free pass yeah then again then again 22 arcasia avenue <laughs> there's some advocacy of yeah know, but that was written ages yeah. ago in charlotte yeah. she's a harlot she's, well she's not looking so good these days um but the reason i brought this up is so the first two albums of the blaze trilogy the infinite entanglement trilogy that he has out yeah the third one came out march 2nd on cd and i've been waiting i haven't been listening to it i know it's on all the online streaming things mm-hmm. i've been dying to listen to it but I'm waiting for the vinyl to come out because I kind of wanted to listen to all three of them that way. Yeah. And I was waiting, and there's no information anywhere online. So I emailed Blaze Bailey through the contact on his website, and they emailed me back like five minutes later, which I thought Definitely. was kind of cool. That's and, awesome. And uh, they said, thanks for your message. No specific date right now. 
I'm hoping for a release September, October. Pre-order should be up a few weeks from now. So Deadly. if anyone's waiting for the third Blaze Bailey album, pre-order in a few weeks in September or October Deadly. before it comes out. And hopefully we can get them on to talk about that at some stage. Be cool. In the pipe. Um, so I'm going to be down for a beer. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. What are we teeing up today on the beer? I got two Hallowed beers. I have a bunch of these still in my fridge. I'm kind of... Uh, the Hallowed beer, I think, is discontinued. So these could be... Each one you drink could be your last. Each I think they were only last. a limited edition thing. Didn't we have a debate about this, uh, maybe on air, maybe off air, that, that there was two versions of it or two labels or something? For the Hallowed? Was that, or was that the other one where we talked about it was... It, no, The it Trooper, the, they redid the label. Yeah, they redid the label, but you said it was a different beer as well. Or did mm-hmm. I say it was a different beer? No, I don't know, I'm too confused same. now. The Trooper one got yeah. remade and with a new label, but is it a different beer? No, it's the same. They just same redid beer, the label. Just a new label. And then there's okay. also the Light Brigade, the Red and the Black. And the 666, which yep. I think is not around anymore. I'm not sure if that one's around anymore or not. Fantastic. Anyway, before we drink our beer. Tee it up. Do not spend your time worrying about those wasted beers. All right. So uh, enjoy. No, I, will. I don't think there's going to be any more of these. Which is a shame, because these are very, very... I think they're really I think beer. they're the best of them all. I think this is by far the best yeah. of the Maiden beers. Definitely. So beer is deadly. That's good. Oh, yeah. So another thing yeah. I saw on Reddit, and I forwarded it to you. Do you know who Miles Kennedy is? No. You forwarded it to me, and I did nothing with it. So he was the lead singer <laughs> of Slash's band when, and on Slash's solo albums. Yeah. Um, and he did a cover of The Trooper recently. I think it was like a week ago. A week ago? Or it was a few days ago, this okay. clip. Less than a week ago. And people posted online, and I just wanted to play it for you. Tell me what you think of it. What is it about it that you don't like? Uh, it's acoustic. Uh, he's an idiot. That's garbage. I don't like any of it. <laughs> See, I don't. I don't really like it that much. But I don't. I don't dislike the fact that it's acoustic, and he is actually playing it with like some with the spirit of Iron Maiden. Like I've heard, I have a bunch of covers of the Trooper. Wait now. I'll play you a few clips in a minute. Okay. It doesn't really do it for me because, but at least it's upbeat, and he's actually keeping the spirit of the song when, when, when you do a cover it depends it depends like if you're just some bog standard musician and you're uh you know doing a tribute to iron maiden and you're just saying i'm going to include them in my act with my own spin i get that and yeah. maybe that's his style. That's kind i don't of what know he's doing, right? i don't have any of his body of work except yeah. he's he's in slash's band which is seems, right. you know as soon as you said that to me it's contrary yeah. to what i heard um and you know he's been in a bunch of bands before that too okay yeah um, I just, 
you know, that's a guy that's campfire. Uh, yeah. Around. Like, yeah. if you were doing something, if it was like Pearl Jam or, you know, someone, even the Strokes or someone doing a really interesting, we're going to take our own take on it, which is like a tribute plus. It's like, you know, this is how much we love your music, but this is our spin on it and how cool it is. And it's more or less a, a shout out. That's cool. But I don't know who he is. And right. I just hear that and I'm like, you know, it might as well be the evil that men do with unlike harmonica with spoons. I mean, <laughs> it's just, that's crap. He seems like he really loves the song. I think he does. Did, that's what I like. You know what I mean? It. Which yeah. is why I think I give it a pass because yeah. he seems like he's earnestly covering a song that he really likes. Like, I don't think he's like, like, for example... Here's another cover. Listen to this one. You take my life, but I'll take yours too. You buy your musket, but I'll run you through. So when you're waiting for the next attack, you better stand this or turn it back. The bugle sounds and the charge begins. Now that's awesome. Yeah, so obviously that's, awesome. that's obviously that's Motorhead. But but that's also that exactly sums up how I view Motorhead. And I I, I probably listen to Motorhead collectively a couple of hours just through clips and snips yeah. and all this stuff. And when Lenny died, I went and did a YouTube deep dive. Yeah. My buddy Lockie Lemmy, sorry. Yeah. Lemmy, yeah, that's right. That I, I read all about his exploits. Yeah. <laughs> he was quite the character. Yeah. There's and, a documentary on him. Yeah. That came out a few years ago. He was not one amazing. for the doctor. He even yeah, had this like true. word on his face that could have been cured and he just like he didn't care. He was not into the hard living. Yeah, yeah. he hard living. He was not one for the uh, uh you know, sexual protection, I don't think. He was a badass. He was a badass. <laughs> he was deadly. Yeah. Um, I listen to a bit of yes, Motorhead. Lemmy, right? I still, yeah. I, Lenny to me, I don't know yeah. why. I mean, I don't know Motorhead that well. Lemmy Kilmister. Lemmy yeah, Kilmister, but yeah. Uh, love Motorhead. Yeah. I only really, I say that I love Motorhead, but I only yeah. know like two Motorhead albums. That's right. I know one Hawkwind album that he was, he was in Hawkwind, this band before. Yeah. There's a really good documentary on Hawkwind too. I can't remember what it's called, but if you ever want to watch it, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. And do you know Lemmy used to be a roadie for Jimi Hendrix? I didn't know that. <laughs> he used to have to like, get him drugs and LSD. <laughs> all, all I remember is after he passed away. Well, a buddy of mine, Lockie, in, in, in Dublin is uh, a diehard Motorhead to the point like he has like yeah. one, if not, I think he's got a second Motorhead tattoo now. People that love Motorhead love Motorhead. Well, they're like yeah. Iron Maiden fans. Exactly. That's why I love yeah. them. But also, they have such a distinctive sound. The only thing I can say about Motorhead is every time I listen to them, he played it for me when I was loaded and I loved it. Yeah. I listened to it sober and I was like, I could get into this, but I've just never really given it the time. But they have a distinctive sound, which yeah. is their own. And that's it right there. Yeah. So that's exactly what I described before, where it's the tribute plus, where they're doing like their sound. Right. That's well, I awesome. like it. Well, this is what I said. Like, he seems they're covering it. They're going balls out. Yeah. They love the song. It's a great version and the spirit of the song yeah. they're keeping. So what do you think of this version? You take my life, but I'll take yours too. You fire musket, but I'll run you through. So when you're waiting for the next attack, you better stand, there's no turning back. The bugle sounds, the charge begins. 
Okay, I gotta take. So it. this is the band is called yeah. Steve Steven Seagulls. Yeah. This is like an, a travesty and an affront to all that is like. <laughs> Everything's wrong. But you know what that is? Horrible. Do you know what that is right it's there? It's hipster maiden. That is what the West conquest songs would be like in 21st century the political correctness take like the trooper like it's the most sissy music of all time the trooper is supposed to be this like strength conquest so this song. is the opposite of what i was saying a good cover yeah. if they keep the spirit or whatever of the song yeah this is they took they like cut the balls off the song that's it's, right they defanged the song they took everything good about the song and all that's left is like the notes yeah it's horrible it's terrible yeah that's yeah. right that's yeah. that's the song Justin Trudeau would play to the troops to wind them up <laughs> if we were going to war with China. It's a bunch of guys <laughs> dressed up like farmers. It is. It's <laughs> oh, it, it's it. it's horrible. Like that's everything that's like that. That's not a. That's that's so stupid. That's a joke. Yeah. That's not even a thing. Like I know. It's, I it's, think it's horrible. That's a joke. Yeah. That's so. Like, yeah. That's what like do you think someone, of this one? This is another very different cover of the same song. So that's the Harp Twins. I can't remember what their names are. Kennerly and I can't remember the other one's name. Yeah. They're um, they're, they're, they're better in video form than audio form. <laughs> that's true. They're attractive <laughs> ladies. True. Um, okay. Do I also you, do, don't like this at all. Yeah. Part of me wants to give, me, give them a pass just because they're like super attractive blonde twins playing Maiden on the Harp, which is like uh, such a strange thing. I don't know. Do you remember our background on this? No. I saw them like three... They were here. They were in Newfoundland two years ago. Yeah, they were. And I remember that. Like, they were shared on Facebook, and I grabbed the image, and I was like, I watched it, and I was like, wow, two hot girls playing like Irish doll music that's Maiden, which to me checks three boxes right there. Attractive women, a little bit of Irish tunes. That checked a couple of boxes for me. You know, hot women playing Irish tunes. I loved it. I sent you an email about it. Do you remember your reply? I don't. What was it? You just like fired a machine gun at me. It was like two two paragraphs. I was like, okay, we're not going to go see some of these people. (laughs) You just were like, that's not music. This is BS, blah, blah. I remember just getting the reply and going, whoa. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Nesbitt does not like harp people. I don't like... I I don't like like... that as a cover, but that's they're cute. Yeah, but those I mean, those guys in the look isn't that super biased? Like we're, we're just is. totally biased. Yeah. Like two girls playing harp, we're like, oh god bless them. <laughs> and the, the two guys, they're you know farmer boys. But like, I That's get not... the impression that these two girls because they did Fear of the Dark. I think they did. They went done a few other Maiden songs. And in an interview that I read with them before, they said that they love Fear of the Dark, their favorite yeah. Maiden song. So I think they actually like Maiden, and they happen to play the harp. But they love Fear of the Dark. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, but is that your favorite Maiden song? No. Come on. That's not an indicator of... No, but I think that they actually, like... uh, Whereas the one before that with the banjo and the... I think there might be a guy blowing on a jug. (laughs) uh, That one was just horrible because I don't think they like Iron Maiden. I think they thought, like, this would be... How ironic would it be for us to do a metal song in... You know what I mean? Where I think they actually like it. So that's why I give this one a bit of a pass, even though I would never, ever, ever listen to this. Yeah. I don't see any point to it, really, other than... I don't know. Like, there's also I've seen there's like a piano tribute to Iron Maiden on that you can stream and stuff. The only point I can see to any of that is maybe it would give you a version of Maiden that you could like slip into some situation where you wouldn't be appropriate to play Maiden. 
You know what I mean? Like I sneak, guess. sneak maiden in yeah. on someone. Like, like you're you're getting married, and and a girl's like one condition: no, no maiden in her wedding. And the next yeah. thing you know, the guy you're marching down. Yeah, and and the harp, the harp version comes on. She's like, oh, this is so romantic. <laughs> oh, just yeah, that, that's actually genius. Okay, so anyway, that's a bunch of versions of the trooper. All right, videos. Let's do let's this. get to the videos. I had enough of these uh, yeah. horrible versions of maiden songs. Oh, that's horrible. Now but let's get to maiden head. covering horrible yeah. songs because <laughs> the first video is women in uniform. Yeah. Oh wow. So so yeah. This is one. A lot of maiden fans know this one. This might be a bit of an obscure one for certain people. Yeah. I'm gonna play a little bit of a clip of it just because, in case there's anyone that only knows the maiden albums, this is a non-album song. It was released as a single, but it's not on any album. That's right. So I'm just going to play a sec- clip of it now. point about this so it's an yep. interesting clip um dennis stratton's last recorded work right yeah so that's the main thing i had to say about this is yeah. okay well i've got a bit of uh background in background information it filmed at the rainbow this is from steve yeah. newhouse remember until he has that yeah. book loopy world so it was filmed at the rainbow rainbow there's an eddie in it and there's these two yeah. girls they're dressed as nurses and like military or whatever well the Eddie under the bed sheet when she right. the two nurses then he pops up oh, yeah that's so I got a funny story about that also from Steve Newhouse's book so Michael Kenny remember him he plays keyboards yeah. for Maiden backstage he's Steve Harris's guitar or bass guitar tech but he's also the keyboardist for Iron Maiden yeah. that's him dressed up as Eddie on the hospital bed oh yeah and when he sits up and looks at the camera he sat up so fast that he headbutted the camera and sliced his head open and he still has a scar on his head to this day oh deadly that's the best scar you can get yeah in a so, main video anyway you know what you have better eddie masks than that that's true you yeah. do well back in the day it's a low budget very low budget video right? oh my god big time although really like it's really well yeah. lit and like the singing it's classic paul like yeah. you know it is a yeah. bit cheesy so creepy. yeah so it opens up with clive bird drumming which is yeah. cool because I, I love that yeah and oh i said this wasn't an album song technically it was on the it's it's a cover of an Australian band, the Skyhooks. Yeah, didn't they release it on like some? It was special on the Australian Australia? version of yeah. Killers. Yeah, the Killers, which yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, but it's cool. I love this version of Maiden, Maiden Live, and you forget you're so used to like Maiden. Yeah. When you see this, you're like, this used to be like the version of Maiden for a few years. Like this was awesome. Yeah, but Dennis yeah. Stratton in this, you have like Dave Murray's got his like leather jacket, and he looks like a badass. Paul Diano looks like a punk like singing he sounds awesome steve harris has his like striped spandex he looks like i think he got that from like pete way of ufo he used to wear clothes like that like and uh he loved ufo but then you have dennis stratton and he's got like this red leather pants and his like white shirt it's like a almost like a not a dress shirt it's like this puffy white shirt unbuttoned and he really doesn't fit in yeah so i have a quote from Dennis Stratton. He says, The stuff I was playing at the time was White Snake, The Eagles, Steely Dan, easy listening music. 
was playing it in my hotel room and Rod heard it. That's Rod Smallwood. He came in and started bawling and shouting. He said, if anyone walked past the door and heard the Eagles coming out of this room, it's going to cause trouble with the band. So he kind of didn't fit in and Rod didn't like him. And you can kind of tell in this video, he doesn't look like he fits in. Yeah. Like he kind of has his own thing on the go. Yeah. But the, the and I'm wondering if that's reason... like foreshadowing of like how he got kicked out. And but, then I have, there's yeah. a book called Iron Maiden 19, Iron Maiden 80 to 81 yeah. by Greg Prado. And there's a quote in there, and he says he sort of assumed he was on the way out while they were filming this video. So on that note, does anyone know definitively, like, they break it down to him and Smallwood just disagreeing? And, and you know, but is, is, why did he leave? Is there a formal answer? He was kind of kicked out. He was kicked out. Yeah. Harrison. Yeah, Steve Harris just, I think, was... Yeah. they were just... Yeah, he just made the decision, that was it. Done. Yeah. And it's cool that you can actually see a video with Dennis Stratton in it, because mm-hmm. you kind of... There's not a lot of video footage of him with Maiden. It's funny how you can be kicked out because you actually have equity in a business that's profitable. Generally, you have to be bought out, you know? Yeah, but not at this point. No. Fair <laughs> this is Maiden pre... You know what I mean? Well, people knew where they were going. I mean... Mm, I don't know. In some ways. Yeah. Anyway, it's Steve yeah. Harris's band. It <laughs> he is. got the boot. Cool. Um, yeah, it's an interesting. I, I don't really know. I don't really consider this Maiden that much. It's kind of like this campy thing they did. I really like the. Yeah. Well, it's not a Maiden song. It's a yeah. cover. I think it's pretty cool. I like it. And there is some parts. That part in the middle with the uh, the harmonized guitar. Yeah. They kind of made this very Maiden. Oh, The original doesn't sound anything like this. Yeah. So they really did kind of make their own version. Apparently Steve Harris was super not happy with the song when they recorded it. Wow. That he was like, did not like it all. He, he went back and like remixed it and himself yeah. because he, they basically were encouraged to do this by the... Yeah, there was a record company. Or yeah, yeah. They basically said yeah. they wanted to get a hit. Yeah, and not only that, and they, kind they of went, released yeah. it down in Australia. It was probably a growth thing. And Yeah, and I think the producer worked with ACDC before this. So okay. that was like the big part of the reason they agreed to do it. Yeah. I can't remember the exact details. That's interesting. Yeah. It's, yeah. So anyway, it's a cool video just because it's it's the earliest Maiden. Yeah. Well, how big were ACDC back then? This is this is 82, isn't it? This is about 82? 1980. No, it's 80. Yeah. It's October 80, sorry. Um, I mean... ACDC didn't have much on the go then, but, well, I don't know. Well, I mean, that's outside of my knowledge. ACDC like had an album in the 70s, I know that, but I don't think it was big. I think they were huge, huge. Back in Black was their okay. comeback, right? So ACDC started in their first album, 75. So, yeah, they had a lot of albums out by here. They had, I've got it here in front of me. I just looked it up. They have High Voltage, TNT. TNT was out when? Dirty Deeds, Done Cheap. This is all yeah. 75, 76. No Let way. There Be Rock, Power wow. Age, Highway to Hell. And then 1980, the same year as this, was Back in Black with the new lead singer. Back in Black was... Okay, I'm an yeah. idiot. You know, which is sad because I've seen ACDC Live like three times, I think. Oh, really? Times. I saw them at the Cyrus Fest. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. there's no ACDC anymore. They can't have just Angus and call it ACDC. I, I really don't know the whole background. I mean, when I go to see ACDC, you know, and like, I saw him at Stars Fest when I was at grad school. I was like 22. Yep. And that was Justin Timberlake, ACDC, The Hip, what and a weird Rolling Stone. Yeah. Right? It was. But, you know, it was just a giant concert and we were yep. getting boozed up. And we were, I was like 22. And then uh, I saw them in, they played in Newfoundland. They played the Sam Festival. 
Did they? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't know I that. saw them there, and I saw them somewhere else. I'm sure okay. I did. But I, I remember not thinking ACDC were that big because I'd seen them a bunch. And uh, the <laughs> They're one of was, the biggest rock bands of all time. Yeah, but it, they, they had, like, you know... Um, Thunderstruck and all the all the yeah that was much yeah. much much later yeah that that was yeah but that's yeah. we grew up with them on the radio so that's yeah. it's it's interesting and that, so did like our parents <laughs> yeah that's right yeah so there's my ignorance so that makes sense that they would attach them if you if, if yeah if you maybe put a million dollar bet that like you know by 1980 had well not 1980 but like 85 had ACDC sold more albums than than Iron Maiden I had no idea Back in Black was that far back I would oh yeah. I'd have bet yeah. my house on it. Yeah. It's just to me, it's a late '80s album. I don't know why. It's because that album is timeless, and we listened to it all in high school, and they yeah. kind of associate it with high school. That's but right. It was like it was classic it was at that point, right? So, yeah, it was awesome. Now, in yeah. fairness, 1980, what we're talking about is the year I was one years old. So. Yeah, and I was five. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, context is important. So the next video we queued up. Run to the hills. Run to the hills. Yeah. So this is 1982. Yep. Directed by David Mallet. He did like 140 music videos or over 140. Yep. He did ACDC, David Bowie, Def Leppard videos, like tons. Another one opens with a shot of Clive Burr. And I love the long haired Bruce with the studs and the leather outfit. Yeah, that's That's great. like awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And Adrian's playing a candy apple red Ibanez destroyer, which is a cool guitar. It's a yeah. cool look for him. Yeah. And Steve's got the black and white stripes again. My, my take on this video, I look at it, it's kind of a funny one because. The way they accelerate the pace and all the black and white. Yeah. Well, that's and, not accelerated. That's from a silent film. So the frame rate was like that. The, it's yeah. a 1923 silent film called The Uncovered Wagon. Yeah. I, you sent me yeah. a, a clip on that. Yeah. yeah. So I watched the whole thing online. It's only like 11 minutes. But all the black and white's not from that because there's some black and white where they're chopped into it, isn't there? No, that's all, the, it's all from what that. What about movie. the one where the guy takes the canister and puts the stuff on his That's face? all from that. That's from that, isn't yeah. it? The rouge on his face. Oh, yeah, because he had rouge on the canister. And I was, was that a white guy dressed pretending to be an in indie? I couldn't make any of it out. I don't know. I watched, yeah. it's a silent film. It's on YouTube if you yeah. Google it. It's yeah, like 11 did. minutes. The like, first I, half of it is like slapsticky stuff, and yeah. the Indians only come in in the second half. Yeah. And the first basically, half, it's the first half a bunch of, of people getting shot in the butt with arrows. That's right. The first half of that YouTube video is you trying to fix the sound. Because I was trying <laughs> to fix the sound over and over, and I realized it was silent. Oh. <laughs> I was watching it forever on YouTube. Yeah, turn the volume up all the way. What's turn it all the crank yeah. it to the max. <laughs> Put it to eleven. But um, yeah, when I was when I was watching that, I the one thing where, where it goes fast, it's kind of like campy and funny. But yeah. Run to the Hills to me is kind of like a serious song. Yeah, I can in a sense. It yeah. is a maidenly joke thing, but yeah. I was explaining it to my nephew. But it's very maiden to like make not take anything serious right it is it is but when you nowadays especially with you know native yeah. like i don't the well they did a second version yeah. of this video and they took all the indians out yeah. and they have it's the camp chaos version and they have it's the same live footage but instead of they have like these animated furry aliens yeah and these like desert guys on these like hover bikes are trying to like capture them and then like stranger in a strange land land eddie you know that eddie yeah. he comes in and like saves them so it's kind of like a more PC version. But, a PC uh, version. You know what? We know what my favorite part of the video is. It's like there was a moment. Where I also a guy have a looked, favorite part. So let's hear your yeah, favorite part. A guy looks just like Charlie Chapman shoots shoots at like an Indian with a bow and arrow. Do you see him? that part? Yeah. It's like ridiculous. He just leans off and he looks just like Charlie Chapman. He pulls the that arrow actually out of another guy. He yeah. He gets shot in the butt. Yeah. So he grabs this other guy, sticks a piece of wood in down his pants, and yeah. like stick and bends him over and sticks his butt out. And he gets a couple of arrows shot into the... And he pulls them out of the wood and then he shoots them back. My favorite part of the video, at 2 minutes and 13 seconds, Dave 
is doing a solo and the three guitar players. I love it when the th- I said this at least four or five times in past episodes. I love it when the three guitar players, and by three guitar players I mean like Steve, Dave, and Adrian, like the guitar and the bass guitar. When the three of them line up and like play together at the front of the stage, it's awesome. And like uh, Steve Harris looks over at Dave Murray while he's doing a solo and like I don't know, it's this really cool part. Awesome. The next video, yeah, Number of the Beast. Number of the Beast. That we picked. The 1982. Uh, this is directed yeah. by David Mallet again, too. It's, now, this is filmed on the Beast on the Road stage. Yeah. And uh, it's... it's I, I like the... Uh, you know the Beasts? It's like the Devils. This yes. guy's dressed in, like, Beast with pitchforks. But that's awesome. That's yeah, I think part. that's really cool. Yeah, the Beast character is deadly. Yeah. But the intro with the werewolf in the graveyard, it's a like classic horror. Right. This Of all of them, this is my favorite. So that's from the film yeah. The Return of the Vampire. Yeah. And you can watch that whole thing online too, which I looked up and I watched the first 30 seconds because that's the only part yeah. in the main video. I didn't. Yeah, so this video is great with a load of great shots in the band, that cool intro there, an awesome yeah. beast. You know, look, we'll sum them up after. But and the Eddie that's on stage is the first on stage Eddie that they had on this. Uh... Okay. So that's the first Eddie from the Beast. It's a Beast on the Road stage and the, the Eddie that they had on stage at the time. Deadly. This is my, of this format where they chop between things. Yep. And then they go back to the band, which is their constant video format. It seems yep. like we're playing live and we have some loosely themed yeah. imagery. It's never too tight. And that's okay because it's made and it's just visual. Um, this, to me, is one of the stronger ones. Yeah. Um, I just love the image of the beast. And I love that intro with the werewolf. And, but also, at the same time, it's so cheesy. like a werewolf in the graveyard. It's like, all you needed was like a vampire. You've got everything. You know, know. what I mean? It's like, and a Frankenstein. So... The okay, so I have a, this book, Killers: The Origins of Iron Maiden, by yeah. Neil Daniels, and he says the movies are Nosferatu from nineteen twenty-two, One Million BC from nineteen forty, Return of the Vampire nineteen forty-four, The Crimson Ghost, which do you know the band the Misfits? No clue. Okay, their logo is the the skull from the Crimson Ghost. I was a teenage Frankenstein. How to make a monster? The Screaming Skull, which is a movie from. 1958 that had a guarantee in the trailer saying free burial services for anyone who dies from fear <laughs> free burial. uh war of the colossal beast the angry red planet mothra versus godzilla and the devil rides out so the pictures of you know partway through there's a devil like a beast a goat-headed guy sitting on a rock yeah. that is from the devil rides out so i actually uh watched that movie too <laughs> that's on the internet if you look for it and 42 minutes in, they have this beast. And there's like, these people come up on the, this satanic ritual. And they conjure this beast. And it's that beast on rock. And the guys that are watching it, they like get in their car. And they drive at the beast. And they jump out and they throw a crucifix at him. And he blows up in a puff of smoke. And that's all, that's the scenes of the beast blowing up in a puff of smoke in this video. It's from that movie. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what do you think of the ballroom dancers? That like the woman spins and turns into like a werewolf woman. Yeah, it was kind of cheesy. Yeah, it was kind of cheesy with the number six on their back. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, that's again, this maiden. The only other thing I want to say about this video Steve Harris has the black and white stripes again. Bruce has, I think, the exact same outfit from Run to the Hills. And Dave Murray basically looks the same, except it looks like he cut the sleeves off his leather jacket. <laughs> Dave Murray. He's always mailing it in. He's, yeah. so, he's like the nicest guy ever. He just goes along playing awesome guitar. I, he, I, I just feel like Harris yeah. and Bruce are, are there, like, 
competing and trying to make this awesome and how we make this cooler and Dave's just like showing up and he's just like really good at guitar yeah, he's, just, he's, he's like just I'm like, just happy to he be does, here he yeah. does really, he's always smiling and I'll yeah. talk about that in a later one like there's one where they're all serious and he's like smiling away. <laughs> yeah. like there's a bunch of those yeah. he just seems like the nicest guy in the world yeah. it's like, Guys, I think he I, is too from yeah, what I've read yeah. I gotta leave at 5 o'clock and pick my mother we're going for tea you know it's like <laughs> that's the kind of guy he is so we're skipping a bunch of videos yeah uh, anyway I, these both those last two videos are just classic. And now, Two Minutes to Midnight's the next video we're yeah, going to look at. Which we've talked about a lot, so we don't want to get into up the to this point, yeah. I think this is the best video that they've done. It has like a sort of semi-narrative to it. So, I can't figure out what the exactly is going on in this video. So, I was trying to look at it. There's like a newspaper that says, Missile Stolen Mystery Surrounds Theft. And then there's these guys in suits, which I assume are arms dealers. Because they have a, they're sitting at a table that has like this ram's head on it. And then later it shows them shows guns getting put into crates that have a Rams head logo on it. And then there's these other guys that look like they're like they look like you know Clockwork Orange, yeah, like thugs like that. So they're like a gang of I don't know. Yeah, what they he are. hands them like a briefcase at the window. Yeah. So yeah. basically, the guy in the yeah the guy in the limo yeah. he is he looks like he's one of the arms dealers, but he has power slave cufflinks, which is like well, he had high well, he had a uh, what do you call the Eye of Horus? Yeah, on his cufflinks, which is like a big secret that he's like. I, I feel like maybe he's Tied. going against the arms dealers, but he's one of them. But he's like selling stuff on the side or something. Yeah, because I don't know. One of the, anyway, the guys. One of the guys in the suits is watching a security camera at one point, and he sees the guy's cufflink and yeah. sees the, and he starts yeah. like freaking out. So. But I mean, if you, if you were a member of a secret society, would you have conflict? Like I know it's, it's, you know, it's like, why? I think they're trying to tie the power slave into the video somehow. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, the uh, well, they, there was the, the keyboard, but go on. Right. Well, the gang of the gang of like thugs. Yeah. When they open the briefcases full of like money and cash, so I think they sold. It's like they sold something to the guy in the limo, and at the end. He ends up. They end up having these papers with hieroglyphics. And remember, there's a, a keyboard. That yeah. Has, yeah, it's like. A I actually. Do you know I searched online to see if I could buy one of those? Because I don't look at my keyboard. <laughs> oh no, I do totally look at do. It? Yeah. You still do? Yeah. Like I, you know, we're uh, we're both programmers. Yeah. So like. I look one all the time. I never look at it. No. So I would love to have a hieroglyph keyboard. <laughs> no one would ever use your computer. That and that's the point. <laughs> Finally. Anyway, these. <laughs> Uh, there's some lovely 80s ladies in this video partying with these like thugs whatever yeah, they are I, love this guy. I know I love it I love they have huge hair they're dressed like yeah. 80s video girls well, I love got, it it's yeah. got that 80s movie where like it's RoboCop or it's Terminator where they're both partying and yeah. working and there's women there and there's cocaine but there's <laughs> exactly. also business documents yeah. that it's all together in one <laughs> room and they're like they're like having a business it's meeting but 80s, also yeah. having sex with these girls and cocaine yeah. and Terminator's yeah. on the way and it's just like it's all there's no segmentation there yeah but I can't really figure out what's going on in this video at all as far as like if anyone can figure out what's going on these guys they, the guy that is in the limo that gives the briefcase to those guys. His face shows up on a TV at one point, yeah. and it's like a signal for everyone to like jump into action. And they storm, smash through the windows, and they into the meeting room. Yeah. And that's the end of the video. I so, want, and my, Maiden's hardly in the video. Yeah. When they are, it's the power slave stage, and they're on a bunch of TV screens. But my my big takeaway from this is in a music video, whenever you have people in suits with computers, they're evil. 
That's right? true. Every time so. there's a music video, there's someone in a suit with a computer, they're evil. And like the hieroglyph, hieroglyphic keyboard was amazing. And the Nico shots in the opening drum sequence are oh, yeah. yeah. That was awesome. But like the plastic rocket and the clock, like the cheesiest. I'll never forget. I, I had a friend of mine who was an artist. And she was like, I'm doing an installation where I'm going. And I'm, I'm saying this like mockingly because she's a friend, but this is worth mocking. Okay. And, and she's like, well, I'm going to run on a treadmill. And I was like, uh, okay, you're running on a treadmill? Like, why? Well, you know, just to demonstrate whatever. And I was like, why don't you get in a suit and run on a treadmill? And she was like, oh, you're so literal, Josh. <laughs> and I was like, well, otherwise you're just exercising. <laughs> like, you know, I couldn't get it because I'm not an arts guy. Yeah. But apparently that is an art thing, you know, where they just do normal stuff and pretend it's art. But anyway, um, <laughs> my, my point, like, this video was super literal. So even though she said that to me and, like, I believe that on that day, I was like, oh, she's ridiculous. Ever since I've been, like, literal art, like, super literal. And that's what it is. It's like there's a <laughs> plastic rocket and a clock. It's, like, two minutes to midnight. And then he's – it's just I – Well, I think the thing with this video is – I was like, I watched it a bunch of times yeah. trying to figure out what's going on. I don't think there's really anything to figure out. I think it's just kind of give yeah. a loose, it's supposed to set the mood of like, I don't know, nuclear annihilation and, you know, people stabbing each other on the back and selling this and selling that. And I don't know. Well, that's it. It's, it's, it's just supposed to set a mood. Not it's everything has to be some grand. That yeah. was the problem. Remember the show Lost? Yeah. That was a big problem with it. Everybody thought there was some grand theory that was going to be revealed at the end. There wasn't. Yeah, there was, was nothing. Pissed. It was horrible. Because also they, they laid so many hints and they did so much. So they did set yeah. it up for disappointment. Yeah. But in reality, like all they did was they made an awesome song that had like some loose reference, which we've talked about a ton. Yeah. Two Minutes to Midnight. And then they threw a bunch of stuff in and they made a decent video. Yeah. It's not my favorite video because... But up to this point, yeah. I think it's it's not my favorite, but I think it's their highest, like as far as highest production... You know what I mean? It's the like, best production, I think. Well, like well, they actually cared about this video. Where before, I think it's just let's get the live stuff and splice stuff together, which I kind of prefer over this. Number of the Beast, though, because Maiden's hardly in this. Number of the Beast had a more consistent feel, and yeah. it was so. I'd go Number of the Beast, but yeah. I'd no, I would go it. Number of the Beast for my favorite. Yeah, but this one looks like they're like, okay, let's actually make a music video instead of just filming us live and it splicing it together. It feels like a. And, you know, it did predate it, I guess. Well, no, it was 84, wasn't it? It's basically the same year as that uh, famous Mac commercial. Remember where they, they threw the lady yeah, threw the sledgehammer? Yeah. Remember she ran out and she threw the sledgehammer? I think I've heard you know, that before. You don't remember that before. one? It's like, in 1984, no. it's going to be a completely different thing, different <laughs> Mac. I know what you're talking about. I've yeah, well, it. it's very yeah. similar to that. Okay. Futurama did great. Yeah. Okay. Too, where they, they ran out and threw the sledgehammer and then people went, I was watching that. <laughs> anyway. All right, moving on. Next one, Holy Smoke. Holy Smoke. From so, the best speaking album of, of all time. Yeah. No prayer for the... 19... Yeah, okay. So, 1990, Holy Smoke. This, because of the subject matter of the song, yeah. I think they really could have done a very serious video addressing, you know what I mean, like corruption and religion. And they did the exact opposite. So, this is just a goof video, which I think is pretty funny. I love it. Yeah, it's funny it's not a good music video but it's funny so this video I don't think they were trying to do like a music video to like get new fans for Iron Maiden I think this was done purely for like the fans like as a goof Uh, it's they were recording they recorded that album on Steve Harris's property in Shearing yeah, the England. one that, that that he's tried to Barnyard sell. Barnyard Studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was for sale since 2013, I Is think. Is it still for sale? I'm not sure. 
It started at yeah six point seven five million, and they dropped it to three point nine five million. Three point nine five million. That's all. It's, that's all. Yeah. It's got a football pitch and an indoor pool and a pub. Yeah. Although it is pretty bit dated. Yeah. The kitchen's nice, though. It has an Essien gas cooker in it. I know. I looked online kind of, and I was looking yeah, at all the pictures. It has one of those cast iron cookers cool. that you warm up with gas. Okay. Those are deadly for cooking. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, they filmed it there. I think they were probably recording the album. They just decided to go outside and shoot a bunch of goofy stuff. Like, Bruce is in, like, a field of flowers. Steve Harris is on the tractor. Martin Birch driving the tractor. Yeah. Dave Murray's got rubber boots on standing in, a, like, a a river playing his guitar solo and his guitar is plugged into a wire for some reason which is funny yeah. and Yannick's in the pool playing a toy guitar there's a, there's more hot 80s ladies in this one uh, Martin Birch with a wig on Martin Birch who was like producing the album yeah. and he's got all these like super hot 80s girls like when these girls in this video when I was in like junior high this was like my ideal of what like the hottest possible woman <laughs> could be it's funny looking back now but like at the time that this came out, this was like yeah. the, the peak of like what your hot video babes were. <laughs> yeah, there were some great ones. Yeah. There's a quick shot of Michael Kenny fixing a bass too when he looks up at the camera. So that's funny. That's cool. Yeah, and they squeeze him in. There's uh, at the end, at three minutes and 40 seconds, Lauren Harris is there. She's like a little girl and she's got really? Dave Harris's, uh, at, yeah, Dave or Steve Harris's, She's got Steve Harris's bass, and he's like showing her how to play it or something. It's just like a really quick shot, but yeah, it's Lauren Harris. It's not. It's not a uh, video like I, I could. I could keep attention to because I started watching it. Like all the smiling and, and Bruce in the field and the flowers, like it's yeah. the best. Yeah. I went, when I was on and YouTube, up at a tree. <laughs> oh my god! Like it, it's a kind of video when you watch it, you almost think you might be high. You know, like what? <laughs> yeah, like am I having a flashback? Yeah. But my favorite comment on YouTube, like I don't know the guy's name, but I've shared this. It's like. He said, you'll never be as metal as Bruce singing in a field of flowers. <laughs> I was like, that's such a good line. It was great. and But not only that, it totally changes your view of this song. Because now it's like, it almost makes it it. Yeah, because it's such a serious subject matter. And then yeah. they did the opposite for the video, which is funny. It's funny you're talking about this estate that Steve Harris is trying to sell. Yeah. So I read an interview with him where he said basically, I don't have the quote, but he said basically... He was kind of thinking about selling it, but didn't really want to, so he put it on the market at a really high price. Yeah. Uh, and then I have a quote here from the same interview. He said, In an ideal world, I'd like to turn it into a boutique hotel. I think Maiden fans would go there, because we recorded some albums there, too, in the studio. Fear of the Dark, we recorded there, and a few others. There's a lot of memorabilia there and everything like that, so I don't know. It would be a nice plan, a boutique hotel. Cool. How cool would that be? If you could go stay in like Steve Harris's house, which is that would be amazing. Yeah, if you could stay in Steve Harris's house, which is now like a hotel, that'd be cool. That'd be deadly. I'd love if you did that. I want to do it. Yeah, we go see the stand in the river that Dave Murray played a solo in. Mm. <laughs> Hang out with Lauren Harris. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. Oh. So the next video, from here to from eternity, here to eternity, 1992. So much fire. So the guy. Yeah. The so guy that did this video fire. did a bunch of he did a bunch of videos, some Faith in the War videos. Ralph Zyman, his name is. Yeah. So in this video, the other in they're actually in hell, on a cliff in the middle of flames. <laughs> so much fire. Still playing music. Yeah, but there there is a lot of production value to this one. It's it's yeah, it's a quality video. As cheesy as it is, the funny thing I found about this video is it's 1992. 
If you go to YouTube and watch From Here to Eternity video, it's like pretty cheesy. But if you think about the other videos that came out around the same time, Temple of the Dog, Hunger Strike, Nirvana, it Smells Like Teen Spirit, Pearl Jam, Jeremy. Yeah. They're like, and you see where Maiden was at? They're kind of like not in touch at all. And you can see how they're on the verge of like dropping off from yeah. popularity. Like they kind of lost touch with where music was going. That's right. I think this video anyway. Actually, you know, I think it's a bigger theme than this, than this podcast, but 90 No Prayer, 92 Fear of the Dark. They were on the downslope long before Blaze. You know yeah, I, mean? I yeah. those two albums for me. I mean, yeah, we'll see now when well, we we'll cover break them, them down, <laughs> and I'll probably fall more in love with them. But yeah, there's good stuff in there. But there is good stuff you. in there. But there's good stuff in, uh, you know, in the X Factor. Yeah, you know. So this is another video that has a hot '80s chick in it, yeah. but she's a hot '90s chick. So yeah, this girl Samantha Phillips. I think she is one of the most beautiful girls from music videos. So I remember back when I first saw this video, thinking she was like amazing. And I think she's supposed... In this... Everyone says that this song is... They always say, like, 22 Acacia Avenue. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte the Harlot. Uh, people say Hooks in You, too. I don't... I think. And this one, another one. There's a line that says, The Beast and Charlotte, they were two of a kind. Yeah. So... And the whole video is kind of... Uh, it's there's like, this girl. Yeah. She's riding on a motorcycle with this masked rider guy, and they ride into hell... They actually get married at the end, and they, uh, instead of a wedding ring, she has a bolt, and he has a nut, and they, like, screw, <laughs> screw it together. It's, like, super cheesy. And they get, mar- they get married, I guess, and uh, the guy turns into a demon at the end, and it's the yeah, same the, demon the, from the Donning, Live in Donington album cover, yeah. and, the back, and the inside cover of Fear of the Dark, yeah. Yeah, so that demon at the end, when he flies up there, yeah. like, that has to be the cheesiest thing ever. Yeah, well, it's the exact same one from the Fear of the Dark album art, yeah. right? So... It's just but it's just so the way it's almost like stopping oh yeah it's, yeah it's, it's like so a model cheesy. on a string going yeah. up or something yeah so anyway it's 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 i like the video um it's kind of cheesy it's not the greatest song i'm i like the video more than i like the song i just hate that dun, 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 guitar riff. yeah i know but exactly like, what you mean the the vocals like from here to eternity i love yeah. that yeah it's catchy but like the opening it almost feels yeah. like ugh. Yeah. It's not very what I think of Maiden. No. Maiden-y. It's almost like yeah. hair metal-y. <laughs> yeah. Which I love hair metal, but I don't want to hear from Maiden. No. So the girl in this video, Samantha Phillips, mm-hmm. or Sam Phillips, I think I was like, I think that's who it is. Uh, and I looked her up online, and she's in this movie Phantasm 2, which I watched. And in the Phantasm 2 movie, she has like bangs, and she's a brunette, and I wasn't sure if it was her or not. Then I watched uh, Cheerleader Massacre, which she's in, and she plays this like tough as nails cop who gets like she's one of the first people to get killed by the psycho. Man. And then I finally watched Angel Four Undercover, <laughs> which is a movie she's in. She plays Jade, which is the girlfriend of this guy Piston in this band called AK Forty Seven, yeah. and she ends up like spoiler alert, she like falls off a scaffolding, gets impaled on a guitar at the end. <laughs> And she's That's wearing a, a very similar. Uh, she's wearing a very similar outfit to in this video, so that's how I knew it was her. Because I was like, "Oh, it is her," because she, she has a lot of different looks. So hot. <laughs> so so I love such a nice person. If anybody likes cheesy, cheesy like movies about like fake rock bands with bad like yeah. guitar, pretending to play guitar in it, this movie is super cheesy. Like I love B movies. Have you seen a movie called Shock 'Em Dead? No. 
That's another movie where the guy makes a deal with the devil to become like an awesome guitar player, and it's super cheesy. 80s oh, I know movies. that. Yeah, I know. I know of that movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it has uh, Tracy Lords in it as a, in her like first. Tracy Lords. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, in uh, her first legitimate. I, I have acting. no idea who she is, Nesbitt. <laughs> yeah. I've never watched any of her. Videos. And Michael Angel- Angelo Badio, I think his name is. He's the guy from Nitro, and so it's funny because wow. in that movie, the guy in the movie will like he'll go to play guitar solo, and he'll. Yeah. It'll show him with the guitar, and then it'll just show a close up of his hands playing this awesome solo. That's right. And then when the solo is done, it'll like show him again with the guitar. Like you never actually see him playing guitar. Never. Yeah. You know what I'm thinking about right now? Hot 80s chicks. Remember that movie Weird Science? Yes. Oh, man, 80s. It was so great. You know why? Because you weren't inundated with internet porn and stuff. Like it was when you saw. That's all we had, man. Was the fear well, to well, well, do you remember the Guns and Roses "Lies, Lies, Live"? That yeah. that girl in that yeah. cover. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, I remember looking at that cover so much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, back then, that was, you know... I know, the, but it was pre-internet, right? Oh, so the good days. All we had was our hot girls from music videos. Oh, my God. I remember when <laughs> girls used to be attractive in sweatshirts, but I digress. So next up, Virus. Right, so Virus, 1996. So yeah. It's a single. The, it wasn't released on either Blaze's albums. It was only released on the Best, Best of, the, of the, Beast. the Beast, right, as a bonus track. That's right. A unique distinction for this one is that it's never been played live by me, but it was played live by, by Blaze. Right, and I have a clip of that. You have a clip of it? I have a clip of it here. So this is a, a song that I I always think I don't like it because you know the beginning part where it's like it's very like percussive the singing and it's very slow with that intro and the intro is really long but then when I listen to the last half I'm like oh yeah this is a really really good song yeah it's like an excellent it. song I love it because I more or less was introduced through Best of the Beast so it's funny because when I hear it I, I know it inside note and then you know it was actually in the research for this and doing some of the single covers in the past where I realized it wasn't actually on one of the Blaze albums. Um, and I don't know why they didn't put this on, like... At least Virtual 11. Like, virtual 11. And, like, yeah. they have Judgment Day and Justice of the Peace. Yeah. So, which are awesome songs that would have been better than a lot of the stuff that's on there. Yeah, well, I guess, you know, Blaze was there in a year or so, and they wanted to put it on. Well, on the Best of the Beast, the only other Blaze song that's on there, I think, is One Man on the Edge. Well, the, the truth is X-Factor. They could have put a, a couple of... Uh, other options on there but Man on the Edge I mean it's interesting and then they throw this on there and like you can imagine they were compiling that list like Blaze is sitting there they have to put a Blaze presence so they put something new maybe it's a hook so once they put it on that then they didn't want to include it that's that my thinking I don't know um, I love this song I think it's it's pretty good for me right? it's, it's in the top four or five Blaze songs like, yeah it's up there it's, it's a lot better me. than 
in the video though there's a like blaze is looking all tough and he's actually doing a great job i love it yep. blaze is excellent but then it cuts to like dave marini smiling he's trying to look so compare <laughs> this to so the holy great. smoke video where yeah. everyone's goofy this one it's like dark and everyone's trying to be angry and <laughs> dave's like he's dave. like i'm sure this is me not smiling yeah it looks like <laughs> and the picture the director and he's like stop smiling dave he's like this is me not smiling <laughs> this is as, this is as angry as i can look he looks like even cat. nico looks you know, half serious in this video. There's yeah. a couple of pictures of him where he's like, I'm like, why isn't Nico not smiling? His brow is furrowed. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's so funny. He looks like, like Dave Murray looks like the cat that got the cream, right? Like he's, <laughs> he's sitting there smiling away. Like, oh, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in a mean rock video. Yeah. They went a little overboard with like the green negative effect and the zooms. And, and the stuff. zoom, the camera yeah. zoom in and out rapid, uh, yeah. so rapidly yeah. is a bit much for me. Uh, the other thing, Steve Harris, his, his bass, he's playing the, a checkered, black and white checkerboard. Yeah. It's the same bass as the one that he has now. The same, the white bass that he has now with the West Ham United on yep. it. It was blue before then. I think it was red at one point. It's yep. the same bass all through with different paint jobs. Mm-hmm. So this is that bass. And for a little while, I had a checkerboard paint job. Yeah. So, and the other thing about this video, the Holy Smoke video filmed on Steve Harris's uh, property. Mm-hmm. This one was filmed in his pool, in his drained pool. That's really? Yeah. According to the internet. <laughs> yeah, and did you know that there's a theme in this song that about internet corruption? Oh, yeah. 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 Interesting. So they were, yeah, it was very topical at the time. Yeah, so I look forward to, you know, doing a Blaze album because I, you know. Yeah, we should do a Blaze one soon. Soon, yeah. yeah. Well, we've talked about Blaze a lot, but it's good. Yeah. And we've, ta- we've talked about Paul, and I think, you know. Yeah. Oh, these are areas people like to talk about. Next up, Wicker Man, which I, you know, my love of this song because I put it in my, yeah. op- uh, put it in opener. So this is one of Maiden's best videos by far. I think so. Yeah. So the guy that is 2000, the year it came out, Dean Carr is the guy that did the video. He did Tea Party, Fire in the Head, and Danzig, I Don't Mind the Pain. Yeah, you're a Danzig fan. There's a, I'm a huge Danzig and Tea Party fan. Mm. There's a bunch of, he did a ton of videos. I looked through the list and the only ones I recognized were these two. But they all have a similar look of like a dark background and sort of like lit from the front and washed out color filter effects. I don't know. It's like hyper saturated mm-hmm. stuff coming like in and out of focus. I'm not sure exactly how to describe it. But uh, oh, I'm basing it on like the few videos that he did that I know from the list that I saw on the internet. But uh, yeah, if you didn't see the Ed Hunter, if you didn't see the Ed Hunter tour, this would have been your first time seeing the three guitar lineup. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Because there's no other footage of the... Th- this is the first appearance of the reunited Iron Maiden. Other than the Ed Hunter tour. So if you didn't see that... And this was the first, yeah. Yeah, there's hardly... I didn't notice now until I watched this, there's hardly any Dave Murray in this video. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, he's there, but... Adrian guitar poses are awesome. Yeah. Throughout it, like he's got a couple of really yeah. cool poses. And then the drumming really yeah. stands out yeah. in this. But this a... video makes it pop. It's like... Yeah, and there's a ton of shots of Yannick too. Yeah. But hardly any Dave. Yeah. I don't know. Like no smiling in the gravel yeah. pit. So this video too. The, okay, so there's a guy in a suit and he's yeah. driving a, I think it's a 1970 Dodge Challenger. Yeah. Which is one of the coolest cars I think ever manufactured. De- definitely a cool in car. In history. Runs into an Eddie on the road. And this is probably the best looking Eddie we've seen in a video. Mm-hmm. Including all the onstage ones. Like this is a really well done Eddie. Yeah. Uh, Eddie shoots a laser out of his finger at him, and I'm not sure what it does, but it, he follows. He gets out of his car and follows Eddie through a field, and there's a red curtain. The curtain falls, and it's a Maiden concert. Or Maiden yeah. standing, they're not playing, they're standing on stage. And then all the audience at the concert, they turn into Eddie's 
Yeah. It's just really... I'm not sure exactly what's going on in this video. But anyway, they put the guy in a wicker man and light him on fire. And Eddie drives away in the car. And I was like, Ed, that Eddie driving in that muscle car, I think is like one of the coolest things I could ever imagine. The, the note I made on this video when I, when I reviewed it was like, you need that Eddie mask at the end. That's like the best so cool. Eddie mask ever. Yeah. Yeah, with that, with the, it had the light up eyes. eyes. Yeah. yeah, and what's with the balloons in this? It was like these giant balloons. Well, there was these white balloons that kept blowing up. Was yeah, like, yeah, and, and I Bruce didn't get is that. slinging one around. I think it's just, you know. Yeah, but my my point of this though, yeah. you know, the gravel pit in the dark is always yeah. done a lot, but an impromptu maiden concert in a gravel pit in the dark, like that would not <laughs> be the best experience ever. Yeah, it's a really really good video. I think. I know people are going to be listening to this episode and being like. These guys are thinking they're reading way too much into the videos. It's like, well, I don't know. that's what we're doing. That's, that's what the we're point doing. of it. We're analyzing them today. We're analyzing way the more than today. a person should. But, but Wicker Man is such a great fun. song. Yeah. And like, we brought this up a few times. We've had a few debates with people about it. How do people not love this song more? I love it. You know, it's like I think it's pretty much yeah. well loved by Maiden fans. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, I love it. Brave New World, excellent album. So our Next one. final video, Final Frontier, to the me, Final Frontier video. Yeah, it's the seems, director's yeah. cut. That's right. the one we watched. A load of amazing graphics and yeah. computer work. This is their, yeah, this is, yeah, some yeah. of it looks kind of cheesy still, but I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think it might just look dated. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of a scary video. It's kind of cool. And yeah. I didn't really like the Alien Eddie on the cover. No. But in the video, it's kind of neat. Yeah, still the, not Eddie to yeah. me though. It's too predator-ish, you know. Yeah, like, but I think that's what they're going for. And you yeah. saw that inside the vinyl, they have those sketches. Yeah. Of the, of that Eddie, like yeah. I like those better than what actually made it on the cover. Yeah. But uh, in this video, after seeing it, I think it's it's, I kind of like the, the alien and, Eddie more yeah. after watching this video a few times. And they did explain like the way the Eddie gets blown up and his skull's like blown open. Yeah. It explains the cover. Yeah, it's but true. there's that Indiana Jones switch. Yes, where he has the, the sandbag. Yeah, and that's like super cheese. Yeah, that's like a tip of the hat to Indiana Jones. It's yeah. funny. So this video was uh, okay. Nick Scott Studios did it. Um, they did a bunch of feature films: Gladiator, Black Hawk Down, yeah. Lost in Space. Um, it was shot. Parts of it were shot in Rendlesham Forest in southern England, which is associated with the Rendlesham Forest incident. Which is like England's version of Roswell. It's like the second biggest alien encounter. Like all the alien yeah, UFO yeah. buffs are like. Leave it to England to have their <laughs> own version of this. Yeah. Well, it's this. Okay. I, I says I got this from I can't remember what some website about UFOs and says the Rendlesham Force incident is the most intriguing and best documented UFO case in the world and is second only to Roswell in terms of name recognition. So. In December 1980, uh, near this, some sort of United States Air Force base, uh, some kind of craft like touched down on the ground, and there was like a whole. Uh, uh, they said several dozen witnesses from the military, and one of them was like the base commander. So these are like high up military people, and they all signed like affidavits saying that they saw this this craft land, a glowing object with colored lights and they said that they went to approach it approach it and all the animals on a nearby farm went into a frenzy and then it like i can't remember the details and then they found like scorched trees and stuff after and the other thing i have to add is lieutenant colonel charles halt stated he believed the event to be extraterrestrial and a cover-up by both the uk and the u.s government (laughs) 
Oh, the so I got off on a, on a tangent there, I know. I know the alien stuff, like, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. I know. I, I just think, you know, there, is there life outside of Earth, like, in the, in, the, in the universe? It would be impossible if you believe in the size of the universe as I do. It would be almost impossible if there's not some comparable life by some definition. Yeah. And then if they came here, if we were of any value at all, why would they... It just makes no sense. If this Iron Maiden video taught me anything, it's they come to get a pyramid that they can put a key in to blow up the planet. <laughs> yeah. What was that guy going to do with it? I know. The video, yeah. They're, they're, he's on trying to get this pyramid so that he can destroy the planet. But Eddie does anyway. But Eddie gets it instead. But then he just takes the key and destroys the planet. So I don't yeah. understand And Eddie killed on. him. But I didn't understand how when he threw the grenade and he ended up on the ship. I didn't get that. Eh, I don't know. Again, we're thinking into it. <laughs> These holes. I can't enjoy the song. It's a good tune. Man. But this is a it's a great tune, and this is yeah. I said the Wicker Man was their best, but this is the best production value, I think. Yeah, that, like they're well, really getting into giving a crap about their videos now. Where up to you know yeah. Maiden's not known for their music videos. And I always yeah. say Iron Maiden has like they're not a music video band, like their videos are Usually pretty I bad. I mean, I didn't make this note, but, but the more I, I watch them, yeah. As I recall, I don't think the band was shown in this video, were they? No, I don't recall. No, no, not at it's all. It's just, it's just the yeah. the guy in the suit and yeah. the and Eddie. Yeah. But I mean, if you look at most Maiden videos, if it's not them playing live, it's mm. just cheesy, really super cheesy video. Yeah. So key takeaway up on until these... yeah they get into you know I don't want to get into. Uh, the Angel and the Gamble and Future Real, which are like super horrible videos. Yeah, but we we've also touched on this when we talked about the Book of Store, uh, Book of Souls production quality and live chapter and the singles. And we we've said that now they have so many resources and everything is digital and things can be done so quickly. Yeah, and so efficiently, and they have the they have the money that now they can invest across the spectrum. Whereas before they no, but even back then they had the money to do it. They could yeah. have made way better videos after, you know, you think during like the Power Slave, after Power Slave, they didn't have the money to make a good music video. That's a good point. Also, music videos were more important then. Yeah. So that's, that's, it's just, yeah. they never really, they were like an afterthought. I don't Fair think enough. Steve Harris was just like, yeah, we'll slap something together. That's what it seems like to me. Until Fair you enough. get into these last few and then they're actually pretty decent videos. Yeah. Okay. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. Key takeaway, Maiden, not great videos. Yeah. Maiden, not great yeah. videos, but they're a good laugh. And I... Whenever I see an Iron Maiden video, I'm basically watching to see if I can pick up stuff. Like, oh, yeah. guitar is like Adrian playing in this video. Or, oh, that's, you know. Yeah. You're looking for like cameos by people that you recognize. Yeah. Well, my analogy is, you, you talked about a few of these beautiful 80s, 80s ladies. and 90s ladies. <laughs> yeah. Watching Iron Maiden videos is like seeing these beautiful ladies try and sing. I don't really care. Like yeah. <laughs> it's a medium that doesn't translate for me. Like I, I most of them was the first time. I mean, if you were to list at all the official videos, there's a bunch I haven't seen because yeah. I don't, I don't watch MTV. I don't. How am I yeah. going to see them? Right. Yeah. I don't. Most know. of them I only know because I remember when Visions of the Beast DVD yeah. came out. I just watched that a ton. Like we used to go, yeah. me and my buddies used to just have it on in the background sometimes. Yeah. So I kind of know all the videos from that, from that era. I think the Final Frontier and the Wicker Man. Yeah. I'd only seen maybe two times before that's right before this yeah so i mean and they're not digestible either in the sense like you know i sit here and i got my vinyl player yeah that's how i love listening to maiden now yeah i'm really into the vinyl even though i probably listen more on digital yeah but that's more backgroundy yeah vinyl is more focused 
But then you go on a Blu-ray and you can watch a concert disc. Yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, if I'm going to go out of my way to watch Maiden video, it's going to be a concert video. That's right. It's these things well, are just like curiosities the... almost. They're yeah. like time capsules of what like yeah where Maiden was in rock, and they always seem like they're kind of out of touch video wise exactly. compared to what else was going on. So yeah, you put on a concert disc, you listen on your sound system, you watch that yeah. on HD. It's awesome. We're looking at these what YouTube got to hit an ad. A guy's like, hey, do you want to get YouTube followers? Hey, this is what you got to do. He's got four seconds trying to pitch, and you're like, yeah. oh god, how 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 long do I skip? skip and then you skip, up. and then it comes up, and then it's like Bruce singing in a field yeah. of flowers, and you're like, this is great. You make a note. Funny and then because a minute later you're checking your phone. And it's boring. Because back when like MTV was on the go, or in Canada, yeah. much music, you'd put it on in the back and just like watch it. Yeah, and you'd watch like for music videos then they go to two minutes commercial and that never bothered me yeah but now i can't sit through 15 minutes seconds 15 seconds when i want to see my like iron maiden video yeah but meanwhile back then I, someone would just play random videos that i had no say in but i would sit through two minutes of commercials waiting for the next one back then on. remember beavis and butthead doing videos <laughs> yes oh my god i just remember that when you were like they'd be like oh this, this band is so stupid <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know i used to love beavis and butthead oh my god there's got to be beavis and Butt- butthead iron maiden take there might be. There could we'll be. go. Let's wrap it up and then go straight to YouTube and see if Iron Maiden's ever been on Beavis and Butthead. Sounds good. <laughs> I know Danzig has. Oh, God. <laughs> well, that was a good episode. I enjoyed the beer. Yeah, the beer. So, anyway, I've got a few more of these Hallowed, but I don't think there's going to be much more of these, and so enjoy them while you can. All right. We're going to do way, way, way in the future from now an episode, another episode on music videos. We'll pick some other ones because there's a yeah. few really really yeah. like nasty ones that i was gonna pick but i figured i'd leave them leave them <laughs> i was actually thinking of uh maybe watching them live with you so you can make a live commentary of the first time you ever watched the angel and the gambler video <laughs> that'd be good well i won't now you'd mention yeah, it don't I'm watch the not gonna yeah. watch it no, okay. no no i'll save it i'll save that for on the air all right and uh if you want to get in touch talkingmaiden.com that's right talkingmaiden.com we've been getting a lot of feedback which is yeah, great. It's great. We can't we can't go through it all, but we'll cherry pick yeah. a few and and we'll reply to everybody. And if there's any ideas, any feedback, positive or negative, we welcome it. Yeah. And uh, if you haven't um, liked us or what do you call it, rated us on on iTunes or whatever it is, right. listen, please do it. Right. You don't have to leave a review. Yeah. Just go click on the five on the fifth <laughs> star. You don't have to actually write anything or sign in. I think I don't know. Just click on the five star. All right. Till next time. Bye. Bye.